Hello. Hi. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say hi in, like, different languages. Oh, no. Ciao. I do speak a couple ling- different Peace languages, but... Thailand. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to stick with English for today. Oh. But I can barely speak that, so... Yes, you can. Good luck. You speak... And you know what's crazy is that I was telling Mom how English is one of the hardest languages because we're the only language... Not we. Excuse me. It's the only language that has contractions. Yep. And she was like, well, French has that too. And I was like, no, it doesn't. And you would think when you try to shorten something or condense it, it should make it easier. But it just makes it more complex to learn. That and like, we've come... Like every... You know how every language has slang? Mm -hmm. But English has slang of slang. So I feel like contractions is kind of slang, right? Like, because it's the easier way to say something. So, like, is not, is isn't, but then there's also ain't. And mom, I was trying to, I was trying to explain that. But that's a colloquialism because it depends on your region. Oh yeah, everyone says that. Ain't we say it? Well, yeah, but but it's a a lot of people. It's a variation. Oh yeah, a lot of people say say ain't though, like north south. For sure, but you're not going to find ain't in a dictionary. Right. So exactly. that's why someone learning the language for the first either. time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is not going to see that. You yeah. Know? So, but you know, li- linguistics are very interesting. I think I don't. I think English is actually one of the easier languages to learn. I think French is really hard. French is hard to learn. It's just the trying to translate English mm-hmm. is what makes it hard because of the contractions. Because there is no word to translate two words that are fused together. That's true. But French. I mean, if you so learn many, it like, originally and then you replace it with the contraction, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do that down the line. Yeah. But I know at least from our cousins and stuff, when they they learn English super quick, it's very easy for them They're to pick so up. They're so eager because they want to come to America. But so French bad. is hard because it has every um, object is assigned a gender. Yeah. yeah. So you have to keep up with you know that and then like adding s's or not and. The E's. And the rolling your R's and all this other stuff. E-U-X. It's a lot. And the past, present, future tense, it's a lot. Uh-huh. So. But that shouldn't discourage you. If you want to learn French, I highly suggest you take it up. It still sounds cute. <laughs> it's a great language. It is. <laughs> um, yeah. How's everybody's week been? Yes. Um, Did you guys get a chance to watch um, Megan and Harry? I really want to discuss that interview. I don't um, even know if I'm going to watch it's it. It's an hour long. I feel like you should watch it. I was very enlightened. I wa- oh, although, I kn- mm-hmm. oh. although I knew some things, like I had suspicions about certain things and the treatment and how everything went down, they went into great detail. You know, Oprah, she wasn't holding back on yeah, the questions. I was like, she asked thought-provoking <laughs> questions. She was like... Everybody was, was saying like Oprah was like... So she was a PI. She was. She was shocked. And as was everyone else because we were like... Huh? I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked, truly, but I'm shocked in the way that it transpired. I'm like, she's a black woman marrying into European, um, European money. I'm not shocked at all. Mm-hmm. She and the thing is, she's not even fully black. Like, nope. yeah, she's half black because her mom, you know, is fully black, but yeah. she doesn't even appear no black. They said this is all transpiring over a woman that you know is white passing. And she looks like she could be European. Imagine so, if she was black. Imagine looking. if she had one of our names. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All hell would have broke loose. No, 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 but, no. you know, that's a topic for another day, because I can really have Markle. an in-depth conversation about that. Markle. I don't 
know. That's her family name. I wonder where that comes from. Well, you know something interesting I did learn, though, was her half-sister, um, like, went by a different last name for most of her life. Oh, wow. And when Megan got married, and then, like, there started to be buzz around her, that's when she changed her name back to Markle. That's gazy. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, of what course. What going Clout chaser. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter so, where you come from. You know, she had, like, a little tell-all about wow. stuff, and then... Oh, Megan said that? No. The girl, her, her sister, sister had a, like, a, like, she released something, and then oh. Megan was like, I don't know her. Ah! She pulled a yeah, briar. I think I remember that. Her and her dad. That was she so was funny. just like, y'all could both go somewhere. Yeah. It was very interesting. I would highly suggest you listen wow, to it. Because I, I was, I was in tune the whole interview. Like, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learned some stuff. Ah! <laughs> so check it out, and then you guys check it out, too, and then oh, but that, we'll revisit this. I'm glad you brought that up, because... Our episode is about rejection, and basically, mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan did get rejected out of the the kingdom, mm-hmm. so I'm glad you brought that up, because it kind of segues, you know, our episode. This is true. You know, last month, we talked all about love, mm-hmm. and all the good feelings, and, you know, all the things, <laughs> and now we're transitioning to something that we don't always necessarily want to share. The negative side of relationships. And professional life, but... It's important to share. Um, and I think yeah. we were inspired by a lot of the things we were seeing online. Because um, usually you'll see posts about like, wow, I got accepted into the school of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Or I got such and such job. Or I'm becoming a lawyer. And that's great. And I love seeing those posts. And I love cheering people on that that's are succeeding. Inst- that's the Instagram version. It's, exactly. But I like that people are more so becoming comfortable with sharing their downfalls. And when things don't necessarily go right. Um, And, you know, I saw another post recently that was like, hey, guys, uh, just letting you know, just popping in to let you know that I didn't pass the bar exam. And I was like, wow, you know, like, that took a lot for you to share. Like, yeah, because that but it's helping some people out. That exam is like so. It's tedious. That, yeah. And it's like the bar exam, the expectations to pass that are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That or like the MCAT. Anything that, like, gets you into a field Standardized testing. (laughs) Standardized testing should be abolished. It should be outlawed. Because we know it's all rigged. But that's... Yeah. I'd rather you do research on something and um, share your findings or, you know, do something that's actually qualitative um, instead Mm. of, you know... vocabulary. Thank you. Um, Instead of, you know, like, just, like, the thing that's done year in and year out and, you know... And what's expected to be done. Like... We all know certain fields make money, but they make money because they got to go through a lot of mess. So many hurdles. So much. It's at, After a while, I'm sure a lot of people are saying, like, it's not worth it. It's not. I mean, I'm sure that those hurdles have made them stronger and they're grateful to have gotten where they are. Yeah. But like I said, I'm glad that people are starting to share more so of the flip side of it mm-hmm. to say, like, hey, if it takes you longer to do something... Don't put a timestamp on it. Like, yeah. it's it might not take you, you might not be able to do it in the four years, you know? Mm-hmm. It, and that's okay. Like, you, it's your life. It's not going to be on a narrow path. Sometimes it might be a little cricket. It might take a little detour. Yeah. But that's okay. And that's why I appreciate Twitter because, like, when you go on other apps, like, everybody's life is so cookie cutter. Like, I'm perfect, blah, blah, blah. But then yeah. Twitter would be like, so y'all depressed What's the real? too? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Okay, let's, let's, let's get a depression party. Right. <laughs> like, 
I do love Twitter it's, for that. It's very relatable, and yeah. I love that people are okay with expressing what they may find, like, um, something they wouldn't want to typically talk about, yeah. and they, they do it to be able to relate to others so other people won't feel bad about it as well. Yeah. So and more often than not, is, someone else is experiencing that. The same thing. Same mm-hmm. exact thing. So, you know, at least, you know, we can relate on that. And so, since we're talking about rejection, what we want to do this episode is kind of break down four different types of rejection. Um, and we'll talk about both the professional side and the personal side as far as how they apply to us um how they have transpired (laughs) in our lives um so because i feel like everyone's gotten rejected yeah at least once yeah rejected or sometimes you don't even realize you're being rejected Mm -hmm. um because you're probably just a part of life that was like you're probably used to hearing no Mm -hmm. so you don't even realize it's like being rejected you're Mm. just like well another one bites the dust Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) So, what yeah. is, what like is, what is new? terse mean? Where are you looking? Right here. Terse and uncaring. Um, terse, I would imagine it means something similar to uncaring. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, so, number one. Um, the unspoken rejection. So, that's essentially either being ignored or just not hearing back in general. I'm sorry, okay. I gotta sneeze. Okay, I'm trying not <laughs> Did to Did it sneeze. go away? Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> yes. I understand why people say we talk alike. Yeah. We really be saying the same stuff. So, essentially, you know, sometimes you'll have something that you pour your heart and soul into um, that you really dedicated a lot of time to. And I guess just an easy example is a job application, right? Yeah. That could apply to any type of rejection. Um, and it's just sad because it's like you, first of all, they're making these job applications very long and tedious, like you're Yo. saying, and you have to watch like videos and stuff. You got to do like the questionnaires after I'm doing all this work. At least you can give me a response, whether it's yes or no. Yeah. I'd like to at least know that you went through my stuff, the hard work and time that I put into this application, even just to tell me no. But if you, if I don't even get a response. And I have to call you back so many times and I'm still not getting a response. Like, that's just, that's, that's whack. That's whack. It really is whack. And I understand that, you know, companies and organizations have to have some type of screening. I get that. But these applications are getting more and more lengthy Mm -hmm. as well as the interviews. It's like, you know, once you get to the third round of interviews, I'm like, did you not discover... Whether or not I was a good fit in the first two, That's like what was the need for the third? So please tell them about that because I have never seen anything like that. Having what? How many interviews you did? I did three. At probably three and a half. Okay. <laughs> if I'm counting like three the initial phone call interview <laughs> at that point. It's only acceptable to do three interviews if you're meeting with the person that's right above you, the person that's right above them, and then their boss. If you're hired. That's essentially what it is. Because what they'll say is like, okay, you'll meet with the HR director. Then you'll meet with yeah. um, your direct manager. And then like the CEO or somebody mm-hmm. else. Which I understand. But I'm like, I feel like at least during COVID times, there's a way to figure it out to where you can get them in the same 
space, uh, same time period, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like it can be condensed because you're essentially just repeating the same information about yourself. Like how people ask, oh, do you have your elevator pitch? And I still don't even have one of those perfected because. That's why I don't get an elevator. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because it varies, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of just depending on the role. But. You know what? I think they do that. What? I think they do that because they're still considering other candidates, but they like what you got going on. But they're like, for you, for your example, you are overqualified. So they don't want to have to pay you. Mm-hmm. But if you're the only one that fit the bill, then they were going to, you know, they're trying to string you along to see if they could find anybody else that may fit the bill that they could pay less. Of course. So I'm guessing that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they want the candidate that they can pay less and get away with it um, because, you know, this is a capitalist economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're trying to penny pinch everywhere Everything. and not pay people what they're owed. Like, I'm, like, really trying to understand what the value of a degree is anymore. There is none. It's a piece of paper. It never was valued. Mm-hmm. There was no value in general. But I feel like it was valued at some point. <laughs> yeah, maybe when, when it was When it was less... Um, when less people had one or, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day, like you said. Which is crazy because it's more expensive now to go to, s- more expensive now to go to school mm-hmm. than it, than it was then. For sure. But now people, more people are getting degrees, but there are less jobs that people can get. Exactly. And then Joe said that he's not forgiving these student loans. I was like, who's Joe? He said, period. <laughs> like, Robinette. Said, Y'all thought. He really, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised either. Because he didn't trick me because I, I just knew, I we just tricked Trump and his uh, people. <laughs> we, we knew we was going to get, you know, yeah. leaped over by Robin Hood. It was okay. the, you know, lesser of two evils at the time. It pretty much. So, yeah, the unspoken rejection, I personally feel like you don't get anything from that except for paranoia. Yeah, that, like, if... why haven't I heard back? You know, like, it's been X amount of days, X amount of time. Like, what's going on? Like, I wish they would tell me something. You're just kind of in limbo. That, and I feel like this is one of the worst ones. Not necessarily the worst, but one of the worst ones because it's making you, f- like, not hearing anything back makes you wonder if there's something wrong with you. You know, like, or something wrong with your application. Like, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. You start overthinking. When in actuality, they're just probably either being lazy or they just didn't get to it and they're refusing to do so. So it just makes you feel like you're less of a candidate for certain things. And then it make, maybe like will stop you in the future from applying to certain jobs, you know, that yeah. you probably could have gotten. Well, I used to think that way, but I'm on a whole different wave because now I'm definitely applying to jobs that I'm underqualified for. Because why like. not? Like, literally, what do I have to lose? They're going to train you. If so many people in so many positions got to where they were without having any knowledge of anything, I at least can come with something a little bit better than that. So I'm going for all opportunities that I want, um, whether or not I'm over, I mean, underqualified. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about being ignored in your personal relationships? Um, I I do not do well with being ignored. That's worse, in my (laughs) opinion. I don't care about the company, but people I care about, why why are you ignoring me? Yeah, I don't like being ignored. Now, I think part of it is a little bit of karma, because in my past, I have ghosted people. Mm. And it was, it usually takes me a lot to ghost someone, like, I'm talking to you for a period of time, and, like, 
it's just like stuff is going awry each time and I've tried to communicate to you what I did or did not like or vice versa and it's just like not going through mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's not my personal duty to raise somebody's child so <laughs> I'm dead ass serious <laughs> I'm like I just don't feel like Hold I need to phone. have to do that so instead of me like overexerting myself I'm like I'm just gonna peacefully raise somebody kid. bow out you know these boys out here have to be raised. <laughs> well, like K. Michelle said, can't raise a man. Essentially. <laughs> I would like to change that to can't raise a boy. Because a man, of course he still has to grow and stuff, but he doesn't need to be raised. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. So, um, But I do understand, like, I, on, I've on i stopped ghosting people. Because on the flip side of it, I know that it doesn't feel good. And I know that... <laughs> You know, if I had just opened the floor up to a little bit more dialogue. Um, but is ghosting ignoring? Is it ignoring? Um, Cause not I necessarily. Like, I feel like this is like the extreme form of ignoring. It's like, I'm just not talking to you. Because you, you will really only ghost people you barely know. Yeah. You're not going to really, well, let me. Well, that show. I was getting to know yeah. in my situation. You're not going to really ghost people you already know. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as ignoring, I think ignoring is just kind of petty in my opinion, because, like, why? <laughs> just be like... Call I, me petty bo peep. I can't... Like, just like, I don't want to talk to you right now. Oh I don't know. Gosh. No, I am the queen of ignoring. It's sad, but it's true. I really don't know where it stems from. <laughs> I just rather... I just rather not talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a problem. I know I have issues. Um, there's a difference between... I feel like there's a difference, too, between ignoring something for like a period of time at least i know i have to do that like you know i have to put my phone on dnd sometimes mm-hmm. so i can get work done oh but that's a good type of ignoring yeah like i have to ignore people sometimes so that i can focus and yeah. like not be distracted well, um i, I wouldn't consider my that ignoring I, I feel like that's just that's not ignoring to me because you're you're still planning to get back to them you're just Am busy I? Because oh. by the time I try, well, by the time I like do that, I forget either forget to get back to them, so they think I'm ignoring them. But it's just yeah. me being forgetful. But the, see, that's what I'm saying. But on your end, you're not purposely yeah. ignoring them. If I'm ignoring you, I'm purposely ignoring you, and I'm gonna make it known that I'm purposely ignoring you. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I will even look at you. Um, but do you like being ignored? Well, no. Okay. I don't. I also. So what are the reasons that warrant? There are ignoring no, someone or rejecting them. There are no good reasons. <laughs> but however, I do have reasons why I ignore people. Mm-hmm. If they're annoying me, one. Because if you're annoying me, I'll let you know. I'll let you off with a warning. Mm-hmm. And if you a keep warning! It, <laughs> if you keep annoying me... Like, she or, said you got three strikes and you out. Pretty much. Or... Because I don't really block people. Mm-hmm. It's just... Unless like you're doing some cuckooness. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I block this man. That's okay. If mm-hmm. if he's like annoying to the fact like it's repetitive, then please block because you can only ignore but so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I yeah. If you're annoying me or like if he says something I didn't like, um, whether it was the truth or not, it don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will still ignore you. I mean, I but, feel like we we all got our petty moments, right? Yeah. And that's okay. Like from time to time, like you can you're allowed to be in your feelings and allowed to be petty but just don't make that a habit yeah because it can get bad (laughs) i will ignore you but then i'm like why isn't this person talking to me or trying to break this ignoring ignoring you back 
stupid. Why are we both like this? <laughs> I usually ignore people that ignore me in the same way. Mm-hmm. Which is bad. Yeah. Because I'm all, cause every time I ignore you, I'm just like, so you're not going to wonder why I'm ignoring you? Because two wrongs <laughs> don't make a right. Period. Or a left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think that's really, um, maybe in the moment you don't think it's rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the person is really like wanting your time, then I guess, well, it is, you know? Yeah. Um, I can say, well, this is not really, well, actually I'll probably wait until the other types of rejection mm-hmm. for my next example. Yes. Let's do that. Actually, let's get into the next one. What's the next one? Um, so flat says, out, no terse and uncaring. I still don't know what that means. But the flat out no rejection. So uh-huh. this line says people crave closure. This is true. This is true. Um, but uh, you know I actually appreciate this form of rejection because yeah. at least you're giving me an answer. Yeah. Um, this is a good example because essentially, like, so say for instance you're watching a TV show, and you know at the end it'll leave you on a cliffhanger, like to be continued. Uh, so that pretty much guarantees that you're probably tuning in next week or at some point to catch up to see like well, what happens next you know like because yeah. you want to know how it ended so i think the flat out like at least getting no as a response for um you won't have to as being rejected yeah like Max you won't be wondering say. and my whole thing is the paranoia because i don't like the first type because it leads to like you thinking of all like worst case scenarios yeah. and stuff like that it and really, really psyching yourself out for not no reason most of the mm-hmm. time because you don't know what it's um, them recruiters or anyone reply. is looking for mm-hmm. um so yeah and even that like with the personal relationships too like you say you sometimes you have to put your phone on D mm. and the person's probably like why is Fatu not responding to me and you're just like i'm busy oh i'm just kidding well that, that could be an option as well but um the flat out no yeah just if might as well not beat around the bush if it's no it's no no means yeah. no so i'd rather hear that and i'd rather hear it as soon as possible because i feel like my time is very valuable um if you let me know that you're gonna get back to me in a certain time frame on that day i'll be checking just like i checked for my packages as soon as the tracking number hit but this, <laughs> this type of rejection only fits for certain categories like when you're asking questions mm-hmm. um like if you're asking somebody to do something for you or if somebody's trying to get with you and you say no, mm-hmm. you know, this, but this also rejection is very dangerous for that latter. In what way is it dangerous? So like, for example, if somebody asks someone out and they say no, um, sometimes people get very like either aggressive or viral mm. with that, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes people can't take no for an answer yeah. for an very odd reason, even though no is the same in every language. Okay. So I don't, Pretty underst- dang much. <laughs> I, don't I don't understand why you can't take no for an answer. Um, right. And just, I know rejection is hard, but you're going to have to accept the loss and keep it pushing. Yeah. Because why, why put yourself in that predicament? Yep. No, I agree with you. I, some people just like you said, just won't accept yeah. no for an answer. And those are the people that you have to watch out for. What kind of pride Because do you have? what is going on? Like, I, do I, I don't know if I have to repeat myself or, you know, how to make it more clear because I feel like no is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I, remember, I would be wary. Yeah, I remember watching this video of this girl. Um, she, she wasn't recording the man, but you could hear his voice. And he kept asking her out, and she was like, no, no. And he was like, do you have a boyfriend? And she was like, no. 
but I don't want to go out with you. And yeah. she said it very nice and respectfully. Like, and me, that does, does not equate, you know, you getting a chance still. Yeah. Just because I don't have a man don't mean I want to be with you. <laughs> and vice versa. The same goes for men. Like, women, you know, can do the same thing to men. It's not like a, a gender-based thing. But sometimes women can't take for a no for an answer either. Uh-huh. And it's not like there's something wrong with you. They just, that's not what they're interested in, maybe at the moment or at all. And, that's and okay. I get that some people are persistent. Because persistence is a good quality yes. in some instances. Not overbearing. But not when someone is not giving you consent. Yeah. Don't do that. That That's a no-no, right. <laughs> if anything. People really don't understand what Boundaries. Yes. No. They have no concept of boundaries. Ugh. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know. This world is interesting. (laughs) So can you give an example of a time that you received this type of rejection in your personal life? No. Yeah. And then what, what was Um, your response to it? It was probably meep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's not, that's what I'm saying. It's very specific situations where you received the word, the answer no. But think about something that you really, truly wanted. And then, like, someone money. just told you no. It was probably money from, like, dad or something. <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it wasn't, It. I don't think I've ever gotten, like, a detrimental no. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I'm spoiled. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you're spoiled. But I will say, at least for me personally, this, I think about this when I think about shooting my shot. Because I don't really shoot my shot. And I encourage her to do so all the you time. You do, but, Boy. and it's not even because of rejection. It's just, like, I don't have the energy, like, but what? I literally don't. I'm, like, I have to come up with a clever saying. No, I, you I don't. I have no game. Men are stupid. You don't know <laughs> I that? literally have, they, like, no Just like Daniel was saying. Power they, to they do that. They laugh at corny jokes. We are the queens of corny. Well, I am. I mean, I guess so. I so, mean, I, <laughs> but I don't know. For me, personally, I think, um... Yeah, like, when I think of, like, shooting my shot and stuff, I just don't make it a point to do that because I'm used to, like, getting approached, which I guess I'm spoiled in that way. I don't know. I mean, I'll shoot my shot with, like, work and school and all the other things in my personal life, but not really relationships. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, if I'm really prompted to and I really, truly want to get to know the person, then I will, like, if they're in my presence. But as far as, like, the DMs and stuff, that's just kind of awkward for me. Well, if that's the case, I mean, I've shot my shot before i did get rejected <laughs> however it's not like he said no yeah he was just like he just kind of let me down gently which was i appreciate what did he say um like I... <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you don't remember are you no, I remember. did you bury it deep in your mind <laughs> Anywho, it was embarrassing for me at the time. Now I don't care. I think it's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, because he went to another school to follow a girl, and she didn't even follow through. But it's okay. Um, because, so... You still didn't tell us what he said! I was getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, I want to talk to you, or so, like, I want to be your, so we your had girl. So we had like a philosophy class together. Okay. And... Um, he was like one of the only other Africans in the class, so we clicked automatically because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time, like he didn't want to, he didn't come to class, and he was like, "But I already had his number at that point. Yeah. We were planning on studying together." And he was like, "Oh, can you write my name down?" I was like, "Oh, sure." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, thanks. I could kiss you." And I was like, "I'm taking this and I'm running with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my window of opportunity." I know, right? <laughs> and so then I had a lot of confidence, which was which was nice. I would like to, you know, get back to that that self 
But so we ended up studying one day together, and I I was basically trying to cash him on my kiss. Mm-hmm. He was just like laughing, and I was like, yeah. not laughing. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, yeah. he, I'll probably laugh. He didn't really like turn me down, but he was just like, oh. you could tell that it was an yeah. indirect. He no. tried to like brother me, and I was just ah, like, yuck, like sis. Yeah, mm-hmm. like at that point, I was no longer attracted to him anyway. <laughs> not friend zoning. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like he he didn't want to friend zone me. Mm-hmm. But first of all, if he saw me now, he'd be like, "Ooh!" But he didn't want to friend zone me in a sense. But he didn't. I think he was also interested in somebody else, which mm-hmm. was fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it wasn't like a hard no from him. That's why I didn't bring that up at first, cause yeah, like it just it was just like a it was just like eh. it could be inferred or yeah. assumed like, that it was like he was be saying no in his mind, but he was like my favorite loud. no is no from Randy. It's a no for me, dog. Oh, <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> okay, what's next? Okay, so we regret to inform you. So we took a poll on this um, last week. Yeah, on our Instagram. And this one triggered me because mm-hmm. when we were talking about what we wanted to do for this topic, um, I so I had applied to it like a coding internship, and as soon as I posted that poll, I got rejected <laughs> in my email like an hour later. <laughs> And Sheesh. I was like, well, maybe I spoke this into existence. Um, what, which is okay, though, because like we were talking about earlier, the the internship kind of seemed like um, pretty open, meaning like they weren't looking for two, two specific people because they were planning to train, train us. It, it was an internship after all, mm-hmm. but I still didn't qualify for it. And although like I wasn't like too pressed, I was like, well, dang, what What about me didn't make me qualify for it, you know? Yeah. Because coding, you know, you're going to be working with computers and stuff. I work with computers on my job all the time, um, and I'm actually very tech savvy. So, like, and even in my responses, like, I feel like I kind of expounded on that. Mm-hmm. But that that wasn't enough for them, so, which is okay. Um, but it just makes me think, like, when you do get rejected, like, well, what, what could I have done better, mm-hmm. you know? Or what, what different qualities did I need to get into this position? So, Yeah. Um, I have to learn to stop thinking about it of, like, what can I change about myself? Mm-hmm. Because just as much as the company is trying to make sure you're a right fit for them, you have to make sure they're a right, they're fit, right for fit for, for you. you. That's why I ask so many questions. You really too. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think questions are important. Um, so even, like, when given an opportunity in an interview to ask, I ask specific questions about, like, <laughs> So what are your what are your pillars like what do you what do you stand for as an organization, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that that's somewhere that I want to actually work right. and actually want to represent and you know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah I think the nicely worded rejection is a little annoying personally especially when it says we'll keep your uh, yeah. resume on file I'm like girl you might as well throw it away position. I'm like I don't want to work with y'all no more literally I'm hurt don't that's you know? the position that I wanted <laughs> you're telling me you're gonna have this exact same position in a few months that you're gonna get back to me on then that means no. you're hiring the wrong person to begin exactly. with exactly so, yeah, I, d- I don't appreciate this type of note only because it's like, okay, we regret to inform you. And it's just so standard. It's like copy-paste, you know? Yeah. They're not even original with it. I'm just like... Yeah, they all sound the same. Literally, when I see it in the little tagline, sometimes I'm I don't like, even open the email. For yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I don't even bother opening the email no because I already know what it's going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and... 
Or, like, I won't even finish the email. I would be like, we regret to... Okay, got it, got it. Noted. Uh, Thank you. Right. Next. Like, I usually don't make it to the end because... I'm already aware because it's just been regurgitated and Literally. used so I often. I still haven't even finished that whole email she sent me. I <laughs> just dead. saw the, oh, we're going to move on with other kids. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, but that that's like a pretty formal kind of thing. It's not really like a personal. Mm-hmm. No, Has anybody said that to you? I regret to inform you. <laughs> In my personal life? Yes. No. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> um, no, I feel like that's more formal. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, if they spoke to me like that, I'd be like, is this a job interview? I would be automatically turned off, actually. <laughs> I would. I'm like, is this a date or a job interview? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, not even just, like, um, in a, just personal like, relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I regret to inform you that I cannot hang out with you this Saturday. Like, who talks like that? I don't know. I can't come. I sorry. hope it. Exactly. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time. Right. Yeah. But in personal relationships, at that point, you should, I mean, honestly understand, you know what I'm saying? Instead Uh of, like, it shouldn't be a whole, like. A whole what? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a word (laughs) to say, like, a whole, like, speech or something, like a presentation. Just tell me what's up. Right. Agreed. Um, You know, as long as you communicate, that's what's important. So, the final type of rejection we wanted to touch on was the quote-unquote no, but this one is fancy. It has with suggestions for improvement. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Improvement. Mm -hmm. Well, I do appreciate, you know, that they're elaborating. This is gold. (laughs) I I appreciate, like, the elaboration. Because sometimes you do want to know why. But I only really want to know why if it's something that I explicitly, like, usually that I ask for, Mm -hmm. like, um, constructive criticism or, you know, some feedback. So... Yeah, if you ask for it, Yeah, if I ask for feedback, I totally welcome it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I find that, you know, I appreciate when they let me know, like, this is why or whatever, but some of it is not necessarily constructive, so then it's just not really helpful because it's like, I'm never gonna be that thing that you are seeking from me or, you know, what I mean, so... I would... I... So, for both personal and professional relationships, I would both like and dislike this type of rejection. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking about work-specific and, like, school-specific. Like, for work and school-specific, like, I would appreciate them telling me, like, maybe wording it, like, these are some tips you can incorporate or, like... Like, actual, like, like, action items. This is what you need to change. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess take it easy, like not trying to make it seem like this person isn't doing anything right. You know, just saying like, hey, maybe a heads up next time, like, um, you can do X, Y, and Z, and that mm-hmm. will definitely make your um, resume stand out more, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Because then that's helping me in my career with multiple, with another uh, company possibly, right. not necessarily just theirs. Yeah, and you don't even, and a lot of people don't have to do that, but I appreciate when they go out of their way to do that. Yeah. I remember one HR manager actually really did help me. Well, it was actually a, a project... So I had a project um, in school um, where I had to interview um, an HR director and Is ask her. Oh. This was for one of my classes. Um, but I had to interview um, an HR director and ask um, questions about like what their day-to-day is like, what Mm -hmm. they commonly see from applicants and Mm -hmm. things like that. And um, she really did help me 
I didn't apply to her company or anything, but Mm -hmm. she helped me understand like what is useful to add to my resume, um, how to format it, Mm um, and, um, how to convey what you, um, qualities about yourself in your cover letter. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that was helpful because she actually gave me like precise things that I could apply. Well, do you feel like you you got more jobs after that? Like, do you feel like it helped with your jobs after? I can't say that it did or did not help, but I can say that it made me more prepared. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really the only kind of rejection that's like, okay, this is fine because I'm learning, even though I didn't get the position, I'm still getting something out of it. Yeah. But it's like, if the professional aspect, if they are like, oh, like, I don't think anybody professionally would say, like, your resume was crap, but there are professional ways to say your resume is crap. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that you need to work on yourself before applying again. <laughs> and that's, you know, you ain't gotta yeah. do it. I mean, I would just suggest thoroughly reading the criteria mm-hmm. beforehand so that there's, like, no surprises. And um, if you receive an elaborate rejection of, like, things you can approve on, then, you know... Just take a second look at it and see, like, is it something that I actually do need to try? Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes people are just nitpicky for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this applying to personal relationships is weird. Because, like, mm. <laughs> what, like, oh, well, okay, scratch that. Close personal relationships? No, that's not weird because you always want the people that you're surrounded with to do better. Yeah. But, like, people, just like on a regular day-to-day basis, like, you getting rejected, somebody saying no to you, and you can fix this, that, and the third before I try to talk to me again. Like, excuse me, Don't tell me what to do. ma'am <laughs> and or sir. Who who are you? Exactly. Like, I thought you was cute, but never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to do too much. People, It's already hard enough to get rejected. Yeah. You know, there already is a I think I expect that, like you said, more so from someone that's closer to me. Like, yeah. those words sound right coming from like my mother yeah <laughs> but like not you not, that not i barely e- know not even her i'd be like dang girl why you gonna be like this i know but she gonna tell you either way she yeah. that's you the thing about parents they don't care parents don't because who's gonna who's who gonna check them boo? Let, let me say who's let me not say them parents let me say <laughs> parents of a certain culture <laughs> because white parents begin stopped on literally so yeah i like i would actually appreciate and accept this from close personal relationships but outside of that who are you yeah no i would appreciate this from you like you telling me like if something goes down and mm-hmm. then you just pull me aside and you're like well you was actually out of pocket for yeah that one um but, and that applies for even outside of rejection mm-hmm. you know just in general um but well i guess focusing on rejection mm-hmm. i don't even know how that would play out a lot really personally i mean it's essentially like if someone asks, I feel like it's best to, like, it's well-received when someone asks for it. So they're like, well, what, what did I do or what can I do better? Or what did I do wrong? Oh, like, if they want to know. You, you know what I'm no? saying? Yeah. yeah. So, like, if they want you to elaborate, then I'm happy to elaborate. Yeah. But if it's just unsolicited and, like, you're, like, attacking or, like, nitpicking. Yeah. And just wanting to have something to say. say. Exactly. So that's more so what I don't appreciate. Yeah, me too. I mean, it does say for improvement, but Mm -hmm. some things that one may think is improvement isn't. Because some people's methods don't work for everybody, you know. 
So, um, yeah. With that being said, I think that, you know, our philosophy for the month of March is this is money March. And so I'm encouraging everyone to get their coins up, you know, to try different things that you haven't in the past to, you know, diversify, you know, your income. And it's funny that this is money March because this yeah. feels like broke March. It me. does feel like broke March, but it's, it, most people are doing their taxes right now, so they're going to be getting something a little bit back in a little bit. I'm like, I already, I already got mine. And hopefully this STEMI comes through gone. soon <laughs> so that we won't be out here in well, the dust. they're saying that the house most likely will pass it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they going to do? Because they get STEMIs too, so they better pass it, right? Do they get I think a lot of them might make over the threshold because they even lowered the threshold. Use right, mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah, but the people in the government they be making money. They like, don't need any more money. You're right. Well, they, they don't need it maybe anymore. That's why, that's why they don't care. Maybe that's why they're exactly they're not invested. They're, they're like, not personally well, invested. That's why they don't me. care. <laughs> like that is the problem, Mm-mm. and that's why it's such a delay, which is crazy. <sighs> I don't yeah. know how you can call yourself human. Yeah, and I don't know how you think you can run. A government of people. Democracy, I think. United. Apparently. Apparently it's a democracy. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have to pull dictionary back out, guys. Mm-hmm. But it is all good. This month is about personal growth. Um, and I think with rejection and experiencing it, you do grow. Mm-hmm. You know what to do next time. You know what not to do next time. You know that. Um, you know what it feels like so you can prepare yourself for it mm-hmm. if it happens again. So you're just all around. And I feel like the better. bounce back gets easier. I mean, unfortunately, I I don't wish this upon I'm anybody like, to deal with more rejection. Yeah, I'm like, I don't wish this upon anybody, but I feel like it does get, like, you can brush it off easier Yeah. once it starts to get and repetitive. And that, once that starts happening, I feel like you get rejected less because yeah. you're okay with the fact, like, hey, if this happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like, makes you more, what's the word? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it helps it helps you kind of get less rejected because you're cool and confident with yourself. Yeah. You're attracting um, what you put out, baby. What you put out there. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in what's meant to be for you will be for you. Yeah. The stars are aligned. <laughs> so we're going to end it on that note, guys. I'm like, I'm we will sick. talk to you soon. <laughs> Let us know. Um, share with us maybe some of your personal rejection stories and how you handled it. Um, yeah. It's okay, boo. We all get rejected. Mm-hmm. We know you cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know who deals with rejection really well? Who? Short men. Well, that's because they have so much confidence. But they have so much confidence. And I actually aspire to have Short so much confidence. Short men and men that feel like they're ugly. <laughs> I'm not going to say men that know they're ugly. Men that feel like they're ugly because what do they have to lose? Literally. There's, it's not really confidence. It's the lack of anything it's it's the lack of losing stuff i feel like it's confidence though low-key because like you can't lose any more confidence if you already think like oh nobody's gonna want me because i'm sure nobody's gonna want me because i'm ugly you know what i'm saying you can't you can't go negative they don't be thinking that because they be like yeah they think they're all that in a bag of chips and they be like yeah you wearing heels okay great (laughs) like (laughs) they really do that's what i'm like okay i I feel like one short man did that and the rest were like you might be on to something. You might be on. You might have cracked the code. Right. Trying to climb trees and stuff. Stay your ass on the ground. <laughs> Good night. Okay, bye, y'all. <laughs>